Welcome to the Truth To You Daily Podcast, a podcast designed for teenagers who want to learn more about God's Word and how it impacts our daily lives. Journey with us as we set out to explore God's timeless truth one day at a time. Hello and welcome to the Truth To You podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in and joining us today for this Saturday edition. And uh, this is a, a special day because uh, we don't have the typical format of uh, the daily devotionals. I hope that you will take time in God's Word and uh, keep continue on uh, chapter by chapter. Um, but today is special because we have a guest here uh, with us today on the podcast, and uh, we have Sam Moore. How are you doing today, Sam? I'm doing good. Thanks for uh, having me here. Very good. Um, one of the reasons that that uh, we started this podcast was not only to establish um, just a devotional thought every day, but we also wanted to bring in someone special each week um, that we could just sort of have a conversation about how God has been working in their lives and um, what God is doing currently. And so um, we're excited to have Sam. Sam, we're excited because of the fact that you've grown up um, at our church. Uh, is that right? Yes, yes. Grown up uh, through Temple, came here when essentially I was an infant, two years old. So I've been here for, uh, I guess, almost 20 years now. Wow, that is, that is, that is really awesome. So um, sort of bring us up to date just a little bit. You, you came up through the youth group. And um, hopefully you enjoyed that. Yes. yes um, just, just sort of before we get into some other things, um, do you have a favorite um, a, a memory or youth activity that you can remember that um, was sort of a highlight of your youth group experience? Ah, uh, grog. I've got to go with grog as the go-to one. Uh, every year it was what we all looked forward to, and I remember it just seemed like the activity could not last long enough because we loved it so much. Uh, not just me, but all the all my friends and everybody. Uh, I think that teens still enjoy that activity yeah. a lot. I'm glad you guys yeah. have kept that on. Uh, that's been yeah. around long before I came into the youth group. So yeah, uh, that's well, definitely a highlight. And, and um, for, for many of our listeners who maybe aren't uh, familiar with what grog is, <laughs> um, it really is just as much fun for um, myself uh, as a youth pastor and other youth workers because this is our, our one chance a year to really be able to scare the teenagers, which <laughs> we, we probably get the most joy out of. But um, anyway, it it's basically consists of a um, hide-and-go-seek type of game where we wear funny masks and we poke around corners and scare people. It's, it's, it's awesome. But anyway, all right, Sam, let's, let's get into some of the um, more of the details here. But um, since you've graduated from high school, um, fill us in a little bit about what you've been up to. Sure. So uh, when I graduated from high school, I attended Bob Jones University for one year. Uh, then I transferred uh, to Liberty University Online, doing uh, online college classes currently. Uh, once I transferred, I started working part-time at Chick-fil-A, and that's where I am currently, but I'm also having the opportunity to, uh, well, last summer I had the opportunity, this past summer, to uh, start interning here at Temple as an yes. IT intern. That yes. was the first time that position had actually opened up. A very good opportunity for me to be able to do that, um, because I get to do uh, two of my you know favorite things working with IT of course but also helping you know the people of our church out in the school um, and it's just a great great way to be able to uh, work with IT but knowing that there's a bigger purpose involved yeah. in it uh, right. just really amazing scenario that and amazing opportunity that I had to be able to do that and so now my internship has carried on 
um, not full-time anymore, but part-time. So I'm working one day a week coming in uh, every Wednesday to Temple to continue doing IT work with them. Yeah, and that's awesome. And, and if, if I know one thing about you, Sam, is that that um, IT work, it is your passion. It is. You you enjoy <laughs> doing it. And, you know, it's not just something that you enjoy doing, but you're, you're very effective. Um, you know, sometimes there are things that we like to do and we wish we were more effective than we are. But but anyway, this is this is one of the gifts I think that the Lord has given you. And, and it's exciting um, to see how the Lord is um, allowing that to play out in your life. Hey, I just want just for a couple of minutes here, I, I want to ask you, um, first of all, I've known you for several years now and you've had such a great testimony for the Lord. However, the Lord has used you. But but I want to take a, I want to go back to where that all started, your relationship with Christ. And if you could tell me and our listeners, just kind of detail um, uh, your testimony and, sure. and how you came to know Christ as your Savior. Sure. So uh, I grew up in a Christian family, Christian home. Uh, my, parents were <clears throat> my parents were both saved. My grandparents uh, on both sides were saved. Uh, growing up in the Christian home, attended temple, again, uh, as we met mentioned before, uh, around the age of six or seven, I started noticing uh, a lot of my friends making the de decision to trust Christ as Savior. And I knew that I had heard the salvation message, you know, ever since I had grown up as a little kid. Uh, so I understood what needed to be done. I just hadn't made that decision for myself. And I, it, I started thinking about it more as I heard more and more of my friends making that decision. And they would tell, tell me hmm. uh, what they did. And so one day I remember, uh, it was actually June, July 28th, 2004. My dad was on a missions trip, ironically to Alaska. And, uh, my grandparents were down, uh, kind of watching, uh, taking care of me and mom while my dad was gone. And, uh, so my grandma and my mom went out shopping and it was just me and my grandfather at home. And I've always had a very special bond with my grandfather. Sure. And, uh, so I talked talked with him and I said, uh, listen, I, I want to get saved. And I knew what I needed wow. to do, but I wanted, I wanted him to help me. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he sat down and talked with me and made sure that I understood uh, the significance and I knew what I was doing and actually actually meaning it in my heart to yeah. accept Christ. And so we, we knelt down beside the couch in our living room and I, I accepted Christ that day. Um, and I remember this, one of the neatest things was, I didn't know how to describe it as a little kid, but after I had gotten saved, immediately, I remember standing up and all I could say is that I felt like 10 feet tall. Wow. And um, looking back on it, it's just knowing that even as a you know six-year-old kid, uh, a burden was lifted from me. Amen. And that's the only way I could describe it uh, Amen. at that age. So. That, that is neat. You know, and I've heard, I've heard it said before, for those of us who were saved at a young age, and I got saved when I was eight, um, the, the same grace that it took to rescue um, someone, you know, the, the drunkard, or who has lived just a, a horrendous life, a troublesome life, the same grace that it took to save them is the same grace that saved us, and that, and that has really kept us from that type of life. Mm -hmm. and, and so I'm really thankful to hear how the Lord saved you, and that's always just a really neat thing to hear about. Um, but, um, you know, you mentioned before, you mentioned uh, your involvement in the workplace, and you mentioned the opportunities you've had, um, not only here, um, but but um, also at Chick-fil-A and other places that you've worked. And uh, I have this question for you because there's several of our teenagers that right now are um, applying for jobs. They are um, in, in workplace environment. And I just want to ask you, what has proved to be the greatest challenge 
for you in the workplace? Right. So I'd say um, that's probably twofold for me, um, the greatest challenge. I, I don't have one that really sticks out more than the other. These are both equally important, mm. uh, in my opinion. First one uh, is probably just getting over your fear of being being willing to to witness to others mm. um i think that's natural no matter i'm more of an outgoing person personally yeah. but yeah i even for me it was hard to to get over oh the the fact of what are they going to think if i say this what are they what what will the reaction be will i lose this this you know friendship that i have with them or i'm starting to form with them here yeah. um and just from what i've seen is you know just just be bold and and tell that's people good. and you know proclaim the gospel at your workplace and honestly, it's just a lie of the devil that half the half the things, most of the things that are going into your mind that are trying to tell that the devil is putting in your mind, uh, going into it like, oh, they're not going to listen to you, they're not mm. going to believe it. Mm. It's it, it's not true. And yeah. a, from what my experience, a lot of people are ready. They're they're waiting. Yeah. They're wanting something. It's something that they're lacking, and they they need to hear about Christ. Yeah. Um. So that's that's one. Uh. The other thing that I would say is just. Uh, probably the biggest challenge is just saying no to some people. Mm. Um, I've formed friendships with a lot of people at Chick-fil-A and I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, Chick-fil-A is a Christian environment. And yes, mm -hmm. it is, but still it is, you know, a secular environment. There's sure. not everyone there is saved. Sure. Um, and even the people that are there that are saved, um, some of them don't have the same standards as me. And even though I'm, I'm friends with a lot of them, uh, some things they've asked me to go out and do or mm -hmm. to spend time with them. Not even if it was necessarily bad, but I knew that it could end up in a situation that I personally don't feel comfortable with where I stand with my standards. Mm -hmm. And I'd say that's probably one of the hardest things is okay. just standing up and saying, you know, listen, I, I don't feel comfortable doing yeah. this because of where I stand yeah. you know, with, with my standards as yeah. a Christian. Yeah, and that's so good. And I love what you said there about being bold um, and, and really... Um, standing against this this feeling and this narrative that as soon as we speak out, you know, we're going to be shut down. Right. Um, because there is a hunger and there's a thirst out there. People don't know necessarily what they're looking for um, until they're presented with truth and then they have an opportunity. And, and even, Sam, to watch how your boldness has led towards um, really uh, the salvation of others. Um, you know, God has used you. And, and just, you know, talk for a second about um, how those opportunities have, have you know, resulted in, in, in fruit. In right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So going into Chick-fil-A, um, you know, it took me, took me a little bit of a while to start warming up to people, even with as outgoing as I was. But as for I had been there for a couple of months, people started knowing me, started knowing my personality, started knowing um, my character, mm -hmm. um, but also knowing that, uh, you know, I was still a normal person. I know it sounds strange, but mm -hmm. you know, I think a lot of times people can possibly view Christians as, oh, if they don't really don't know Christians that well, oh, well, they're strange or you know yeah. whatever. And right, you know, right. I was able to kind of prove to them, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just the same as everyone else in certain aspects, but as mm -hmm. far as you know, morality and what I what I believe in, I'm yeah. not the same. And yeah. there was a there was a stark contrast between me and other people. Mm -hmm. And you know, I started noticing that as I had been there, you know, when something would come up, you know, people would be more open to, you know, talk to me if like issues were coming up in their life, you know, yeah. so I could, you know, talk with them or pray for them. Right. Um, again, going back to the whole boldness thing, uh, there were multiple people at uh, Chick-fil-A that I was extremely burdened for. 
Yeah. Um, and so I would start to develop a friendship and spend time with them, get to know mm-hmm. them better. Mm-hmm. And throughout that, that friendship that would start to begin, I would, I would, you know, start expressing my concern for their soul and, yeah. and telling them, you know, ex- uh, explaining the gospel to them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's really amazing that most of the time, uh, people are very open to it. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to, it's just lies that the devil puts in your mind. Yeah. Right. Um, that he says that they're not going to be open to it. But right. uh, going That's going good. from that, I was able to see uh, one co-worker after witnessing to her. She's ca- came out to church, mm-hmm. ended up getting saved. Yeah. Um, and then from her testimony in her life, um, her mom and her sisters got saved. Yeah. And, and it's really incredible um, just to see the opportunity that that God has allowed me to have. I don't yeah. I don't take credit for any of that. I, yeah. I just think it's amazing to see that God was willing to use me to yeah. work with, right. you know, for yeah, his sure. glory. Sure. And it's, it's the most wonderful feeling in the world. Yeah. It really is. And correct me if I'm wrong, but, but as you see the Lord, as, as you've been obedient, um, to speak truth and to share truth with others. And as you've seen the Lord, you know, give fruit because of that, it's, it's addictive, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it, it it brings you, it continues to feed your desire to share truth more, right? It does, definitely. And, and not only does it do that, but it gives you, it, not only does it give you desire to, to continue doing that, but, you know, it, it kind of helps you understand, you know, the bigger picture of, of God's will and yeah. seeing just how he's allowed you um, to allow certain things to come up in your life that will change paths yeah. from things that you did not originally want to happen. And yeah. you can look back on it now and say, oh my goodness, uh, this is incredible. This thing that I thought was going to take me down a horrible path in my life, God ended up turning, you know, for, for his glory. Yeah. And it's just incredible to see that God, God definitely is in control if we yeah. just, uh, basically surrender our will or yeah. our own will and, give it up to his right that's good well i want to take this in another direction um here and uh this is just kind of a fun fun question but but um you know we all have restaurants that we enjoy we all have certain food items that we just <laughs> are drawn to yes and um so my question to you is what what what's your go-to order at your favorite restaurant okay so um, I'm going to, I'm going to be the bad employee and not give a Chick-fil-A item. Um, oh, oh no, I hope so, there, there are no so, yeah, I hope, uh, ears listening if, if at this co-workers time. Coworkers or my managers are listening to me, uh, just please forgive me right now. Uh, so basically I would have to say, uh, off the top of my head, uh, when we go to Olive Garden, I absolutely love Tour of Italy. Uh, it gives you oh, fettuccine oh, Alfredo, my goodness. uh, chicken Parmesan. Wow. Uh, and honestly, I, I always just ask for double fettuccine what? Alfredo on that. I am. So do you finish it in one sitting or do you take some home? Uh, it depends on the day. Shame on I, you. I can say I'm shame. I can definitely finish it. Um, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I think, oh, well, I'm, you know. I need leftovers sometime this week for when I go into work. So then I'll force myself not to eat it. Yeah. uh, Which is difficult decision, you know, but so, (laughs) you know, I love, I love Olive Garden and probably the, the, my biggest, my biggest hindrance there is, is the breadsticks because I can't just have one or two. (laughs) I I just, I I have this problem of just continuing to consume the breadsticks 
And, um, and then my food comes and then I have a hard time eating it. But maybe some would say that strategy because you get more out of the meal. That, that is true. Home. I don't know. Um, usually even if, if I uh, don't finish the tour of Italy, I'll end up going back to the breadsticks. And I have yeah. like three more by the end oh, of the day. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. That's terrific. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Um, okay. So uh, a couple more questions here. But um, just curious, what have you been reading lately um, in your personal quiet time well, with God? Sure. So basically right now, I kind of, I, sometimes I switch it up uh, with my Bible reading. Um, and I have been reading uh, for a while, uh, like a passage from the passage from the Old Testament, a Psalm, okay. uh, excuse me, a Proverb and then a New Testament yep. every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then just recently I kind of, I got away from that and I'm just cruising through the New Testament right okay. now. Okay. Um, and so basically, even yesterday, uh, I, I went through the book of Philemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had read this before, but it just kind of jumped out at me. Um, you know, because the story of the book of Philemon, you know, Paul is writing to Philemon about um, his runaway slave that yeah. he's sending back. Yeah, right, um, right, right. And so anyway, uh, in verse 21, I'm actually going to read it here. Uh, Paul writes to, to Philemon, having confidence in thy obedience... I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou will also do more than I say. And I think mm-hmm. I think that's just really neat character trait there for Absolutely. Philemon. Absolutely. That that, you know, Paul, you know, he was writing him knowing everything that I say, you know, to him, he's he's gonna take my advice and he yeah. is more than willing to do whatever I say. Not only that, but he's going to do more than what I tell him. I think that just shows shows something about yeah. um, Philemon himself and just the character right. and his reputation that he has in Paul's yeah. eye. Right. Um, right. And so that got me to think also about you know do we have that reputation um, in our standing with God? Yeah. Um, does God can God say that about us? Yeah. Thinking you know whatever that I tell Sam to do. Yeah. Um, not only is he going to do it, but he's going to do more than specifically what I tell him, more than the letter of the law sort yeah, of thing. So. That's, and that's, that's a tremendous thought, Sam. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And, you know, part of my heart in regards to this podcast is, is that the teens, as they have an opportunity um, to read the chapter a day and, and to, to maybe zoom in on one or two verses that they can chew on throughout the day, that that um, they would draw some of the same comparisons as they read God's word. Hey, uh, this is not just a, a list of commands, but this is God's love letter to me personally, and I can apply it directly to my life. And I love how you applied that spiritual testament or that spiritual verse, um, that principle to your everyday life. Um, let me just ask you this in closing, and I really do appreciate you being here on the podcast with us, um, but. But, you know, as, as teenagers get older, they have a lot of life decisions that, that need to be made. Right. And, um, you know, sometimes the pressure can start to build. You get into your junior, your senior year, um, and, and sometimes that can be a tremendous weight on your shoulders of, okay, how am I supposed to decide the direction of my life um, here, you know, in the next couple of years? Right. And, um, you know... Um, that could be a lot of pressure, but but what would you what would your advice be to um, maybe a junior or senior who are are struggling with that? They're worried about the future, right? So one thing I can say is I definitely was in that exact same position four years ago. Mm. Uh, four years ago, I was a senior in high school, 
and I was praying about which college to attend. I knew God wanted me to go to a Christian college. I did not know which one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was praying about my major. I did not know which one. <laughs> um, and so that that was a lot of stress. Yeah. It really was. And I remember um, my... I think it was going to the Bill Rice Ranch, mm-hmm. and that was in probably 20, 2015, I'd say, okay. going to the Bill Rice Ranch, and they had devotionals, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or not devotionals, but devotions, guys' devotions in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Brother Chris Miller talked um, that morning simply about God's will for your life. Yeah. And I remember one thing that he said, it just, it was just one of the biggest light bulb moments for me. Yeah. Um, and he said, essentially, God does have a plan for your life. And I know a lot of you guys out there, you're struggling and are worried sick about what that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, if God has a plan for your life and you are committed to doing whatever that is, doesn't it make sense that he's going to show you? He's not going to hide that from you. Yeah, that's so And cool. I think that was just one of those things where I'm like, oh my goodness, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and, uh-huh. and so from there on out, I was just praying, God, I know you're going to show me in your timing. Of course, I hope that timing is sooner rather than later. Yeah. But right. um, so going forward from there, you know, I just prayed about it and talked with my family about it. And God was able to to specifically lead me in a certain way of uh, specifically what college to choose and then what major to go from from there. Um, And so from that point, um, I believe it was just incredible to see what God's done, even in things that I've seen in my life where um, the original path of what I got, what I thought God did have intended for me, Mm -hmm. where things just diverted off, things Mm -hmm. that were out of my control. And I was like, God, I'm I'm still trusting you in this. Um, And I'd say... I'd say the biggest thing for the teens uh, is that is that point right there is that if you are 100% committed to doing whatever God's will is for your life, he's going to show you. And that is a great comfort. And you don't have to know where the end point is. Yeah. I don't know where the end point is right now. I'm, I'm four years ahead of, you know, those who are graduating this year. I'm graduating college mm-hmm. in May. Mm-hmm. And so I really, it's kind of going into that again. I really don't know what's happening after May at this point. Mm-hmm. But I'm trusting God because I can look back and see what he's done over the past four years in my life. Yeah. And know he's got something great in store for me, whatever that is. Yeah. And you know what, Sam, I, I just think... Uh, how many times, you know, we want to be the ones to see our lives 10 years out in the future. (laughs) And we want to see, you know, our boat docked at a specific location Mm -hmm. and have all the details of how we're going to get there. Um, But, you know, when I look at at, at Bible characters and even, you know, by way of your testimony today, what we're hearing is that, you know, the Christian life is about taking that next step. And, you know, what, what does God want me to do today? Because if I'm focused on that, I'm surely going to get to that place that he wants me at, um, you know, 10 years from now or, or whatever the amount of time. Sam, I really appreciate you being here with us today on the podcast. Well, thanks for having I me. Hopefully I you enjoyed it. it. Oh, definitely. And, okay. All right. Very good. And, <laughs> no you know, embarrassing questions. Yeah, great. sure. And, and uh, you know, I just want to invite our listeners to continue to pray for, for Sam. And ask the Lord to continue to lead him and guide him in a clear path. Thanks so much for listening today. We'll see you again next time.